Hello and welcome back to the Future World Life Podcast. My name is Ollie Henderson and this is episode four of this special series focused on my book, Work Life Flywheel. And in today's episode, we're talking about reimagining your career. Now, why do I use that phrase? Well, I reimagined my career going back a few years. Um, as I explained in a previous episode, I'd run my last company for 10 years. I'd reached a point where I knew I needed to do something different. Um, and that meant taking a risk and making some changes in what I did. So this reflects a bigger trend. If we spend any time really thinking about it, we'll see that most people undergo some change throughout their life. We have these life transitions or as a former podcast guest, Bruce Filer talked about it, life quakes or work quakes and everyone experiences them. The question is what you do to address them. And in my case, I started examining what I wanted to do through the lens of the work-life relationship. So all I knew is that I wanted to have a better, healthy relationship between the work that I do and my family life. And that was my first priority. It's like sort of first principles where I was starting before reimagining what I wanted to do next. But there are some general trends here that most people are thinking about it, certainly if you look at the data. So when I researched this book, I found that nine in 10 people don't feel like they're fulfilling their potential. And three quarters of people actually are actively trying to do something about it, but don't know how to do it. So what I talked about in the book was introducing some of the ideas about how you could think about this. But one idea I'm looking at through the work that I'm doing is the idea of personalization of work and the expectations of us that we have a more personalized experience. Look at the consumer world, the experience we have on Netflix or Amazon. Of course, we expect personalization. Um, you know, we go onto our Netflix account and we expect things to be curated for us based on an algorithm. But work's generally been pretty bad at doing that. We create a one-size-fits-all approach within most organizations. And of course, more flexibility potentially allows organizations and individuals to have a more personalized approach. So that's one trend that we need to be focused on. And the companies that can adopt that approach are going to be more successful in the future. The other idea that we need to get comfortable with, and this is something I really took a while to get my head around, was also putting more of yourself out there. Now, we don't all need to become a creator, but having a point of view and being able to leverage the fact that the internet reduces the barrier to reaching people, significantly reduces the cost and the friction of reaching companies, opportunities around the world. Being able to leverage that just makes sense, right? You know, I think if you're somebody who is based, for example, like me in North London, there's no reason why I shouldn't now be able to work with people in any country, in any continent in the world. And as businesses look at different business models of hiring, you know, if we're going to think about the advantages of a distributed team, that means we can hire in different places around the world. Don't want to be left behind. Now, there's lots of people when I talk about the downsides of remote work, they say, oh, well, you know, if, if people in, in the UK are going to hire people in other parts of the world, what's that going to mean for the local population? Well, it's true, unfortunately. These changes are happening and we need to prepare people for those changes. And as individuals, we need to embrace them. So what does that mean practically? Well, you know, my advice is to just try something out. You know, I hated putting myself out there. And frankly, um, this doesn't come particularly naturally to me, but you just get used to it. First of all, you get used to the idea that at first no one's listening or reading. That's the nature of it. You know, you have to just keep on going and banging your head against the brick wall sometimes because in the short term, it's difficult. But long term, what's amazing is the compounding effect. 
you know, I'm three years in, three and a bit years into doing this. And I'm starting to see that now, you know, whereas fewer people were listening and reading initially, that just gradually builds up. And now I've still got a relatively small audience, but I've got thousands of people reading my newsletter every week and people reading the content I put out on LinkedIn. And even on there, you know, a lot of the time you don't get a huge amount of engagement. But what's really interesting is that in the background, people are passively watching. So, for example, now as I start building a new business and I'm connecting with people I haven't spoken to in a while, Almost all of them have either read or seen something or what, or listened to something that I've created over the past few years. It has an impact. Um, and frankly, sometimes you just got to put yourself out of your comfort zone and commit to something because in the long term, it will bring you success. So that's my piece of advice, closing piece of advice for this episode. I'll see you back here again tomorrow.